Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. It is a good morning indeed, as we are picking up with a new devotional in the Bible app titled, The Father Knows Best. (laughs) And I totally did not pick this one because I'm a father. Mm -hmm. Anyways, there's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. There's two scriptures. The first one is Psalms chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, and it says this. I lay down and slept, yet I woke up in safety, for the Lord was watching over me. I am not afraid of 10,000 enemies who would surround me on every side. And the next verse is Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, and it says this, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. The devotional says this, How could I remain hopeful after God did not answer one of the biggest prayers of my life to heal my wife? How could I possibly continue to encourage others to hold on to hope? This is the challenge I had to face. Hope is our expectation for the future. I had hope that my wife, Lewis, would be completely healed and restored. We had goals, dreams of the future, great things we wanted to do together for the Lord and with each other. God chose not to answer my prayer in the way I had hoped. So I had to hold on to a hope that God, in his wisdom, had a greater purpose and plan that could only be fulfilled in this way. Hope for strength, for courage, for help, and finding a way to move forward. Hope that God would take all the pain and confusion and reveal a deeper experience of his love than ever before. In the face of loss, we must let go and trust in his sovereignty and kindness. Lord, it's not my will, I told him, but your will be done. That was an act of surrender, and I won't pretend it was an easy thing to do. Every believer will face a moment when they have to yield to his final decision and say yes to God about a no he has said to them. Yeah, this is never an easy topic, mm-hmm. but it's something that we as believers do have to wrestle with. And yeah. the reality is, is that we will all experience death. Like not one of us is going to be concealed from it, that, yeah. you know, immune to that. And so wrestling with this topic and, and wrestling with dealing with hardship and not having our prayers answered the way we wish they were is something that we all go through. Yeah. I know that's actually something that's actually hurt my prayer life because I was afraid of God's nose. And so I would just be like, all right, well, whatever happens will happen. And that's not a great mindset because what that was doing is basically it was hurting my connection with God. It was hurting my relation with God. Then it was even hurting my my walk just in life because I was walking around just constantly expecting bad things to happen versus hoping for a miracle in some circumstances. And I go, it goes back to this story I heard once and I'll share it pretty quickly, but it, it, I think it's important because it's stuck with me for years. Mm -hmm. Like it really has just been in the back of my head where it's a story of there's a believer and there's an atheist and the believer, just like this story in the scripture or in the, in the devotional, his wife gets sick and he prays for healing, prays for healing, prays for healing. And God doesn't answer the way he would have wished. And he keeps praying after he loses his wife. And the atheist says, Hey, the gig's up. Like 
you know, God didn't answer the way you wanted him to. Like, how can you keep praying to this God that you believe in? Like, like, what's the deal? What have you gained from this? Yeah. And he said, well, it's not always about what I gain. It's about what I lost. And he said, I lost my bitterness. I lost my unforgiveness. I lost my resentfulness. I lost my pain. I lost my discomfort. I lost my sleeplessness. And the way that he felt God in a season when you think it would be impossible to feel him because you're in such a dark place mm -hmm. is something that we need to kind of think about and yeah. wrestle with. Because like what happens when you don't get the test grade that you want? What happens when you don't get the job that you're looking for? What happens when you do go through a breakup or your spouse does get sick or your kid gets injured or someone's in an accident? Like what happens then? Mm -hmm. Is that when you all of a sudden just erase God from the picture? Because right. why do bad things happen to good people? Well, guess what? We have to face the reality of this world is fractured. Yeah. Like, honestly, op let's open our eyes. You know, yeah. just look out into the world. We can see how much hardship and strife is going on. Yeah. And so even more so, that should push us into the loving arms of the Father right. who can comfort us in ways that we don't understand. Mm -hmm. And just like when we read those scriptures, you can, you read about King David or the future yeah. King David, literally sleeping in fear of his life, waking up to say, you have protected me. Yeah. I can find comfort in you, even though I'm surrounded by my enemies. And then the next scripture in Proverbs, lean not on my own understanding, but how often do we just want to rationalize everything? Yeah. God's peace supersedes our understanding. Right. And that's what scripture says is that his peace, which is beyond your understanding, will yeah. come over you and then it'll actually infect those around you. And so it's so important for us to not put our own rationale mm -hmm. above God because the father knows best. Yeah. And it just reminds me of how we were just talking about where we place our identity, where we secure our identity to. And it's the same with hope. Are we putting our hope in the prayer being answered in the exact way we're praying it will be answered? Or are we placing our hope in a loving father whose understanding supersedes ours? Because if my hope is secure in my father, knowing what's best and having a view that I will never know. Like I can't see the way God sees, like God has no beginning or end. And he sees my life from a 30,000 foot view Well, way higher than that. Let's be real. But like, he can see me from birth till the day that I die. He knows what the story looks like. And so he knows best. And he knows that my valley will start and my valley will end and my mountain tart my mountaintop will start and it will end. Like I will go through seasons, but he is consistent. He never changes. And so I want to put my hope in him. I want to put my hope in something that is secure, no matter what stage or season of life I may be walking through, because I'm going to experience highs and I'm going to experience lows. I'm going to experience new life, like birthing a child. And I'm going to experience loss of people that I love. That's part of the experience of life. And it's not always easy. But that is life, you guys. Life isn't always easy. But honestly, sometimes the hardest things that we walk through, they make the things that we walk through that are beautiful and joyous so much greater. It's, it's the experience of life. And how much more beautiful will our experience be if we walk hand in hand with our Father, secure in knowing that He is the one that holds our future. And we always have eternity to look forward to. Yeah. Um, as you were sharing something, 
I was kind of wrestling with the topic. And so I just wanted to preface that for you all Yeah, that like, I haven't fully got to end. I haven't got to the end of this thought, mm-hmm. but I was just thinking that, wow, like we as believers, like this is not the end for us. Right. And so for someone who doesn't believe in God or believe in eternity and salvation unto Christ, this is their, this is their end unless they believe in certain different afterlives. But it's like, they feel a pressure to maximize your earthly comfort and experiential like outcome Mm -hmm. because that's it. Mm -hmm. But we live a different life where we believe that we're actually on earth and this is a battlefield where when Christ says, go make disciples of men of the nations, right? This is like, this is a battlefield and it's temporary. This is to reveal the love of God to others. And God is allowing us to be a part of his plan for that, to, to share his love with those who are hurting, those who are lost, those who need help. Yeah. And I just think it's so powerful for us to remember that this is not like the Sims where you just try to create this perfect life and you just like, it's robotic and then you die and then that's it. No, this is a battlefield for us to show people that even though we all go through hardships, Mm -hmm. we all can find the comfort in, in, in God and we're not shackled to just our earthly pleasures. There's something so much greater and that whenever we experience earthly discomfort or earthly hurt or earthly sickness or earthly you know, poverty or yeah. loss, whatever it may be, we don't have to be bound yeah. to where that leads. Mm-hmm. We can be secured in our hope in eternity yeah. with Christ forever. And I just think that's so powerful for us to keep that posture of knowing that like in a battlefield, there are hardships. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, th- you think about a war, you think about these like foxholes, these people would be in for days on end. And it's like, it's hurt. It's painful. It's, it hurts. It's scary. There's anxiety. There's, there's loss, but it's all for a purpose, yeah. right? It's not, the purpose isn't just to live this happy life. Like nothing ever goes wrong. I, li- I have the perfect community. It's like, this is not that. Yeah. That's eternity, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I just kind of felt it in my heart to, to remind us all that as the world continues to have hardship, mm-hmm. we now can share that hope of yeah. eternity yeah. and of comfort inside of the pain, despite mm-hmm. the pain, to those around us. So good. Want to pray something out? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that we can place our hope in you and that that is secure, Father. That when our foundation is built on you, God, that is the surest foundation. It is a strong foundation. Our home will not crumble. Our joy will not crumble. Our contentment will not crumble when we find these things in you and not the things of the world. But Father, right now, I want to lift up those who are hurting, those who are suffering loss, those who are going through pain, those who aren't in perfect health, Father. I pray that you would comfort them today, that you would bring them a peace that surpasses all earthly understanding, that you would bring them a joy that doesn't make sense, that you would come so close and so near that they would feel you, Father, inside of their pain inside of their wondering, inside of their worry, anxiety, Father, that you would meet them where they're at and that you would pull them up, Father. 
that they would experience a weight being lifted off of them as they experience your presence, that they can walk forward with confident hope, knowing that their name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And that is something that we should celebrate every single second of every single day. Lord, we love you and we thank you for this security. We thank you for this confident hope we get to walk in. We love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Goodbye.